It's the big wake-up call, and once again, it's time to head on over to that World News Center and chat with Bill McCormick. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Ryan. How are you this wonderful day? I feel absolutely delightful, and that's not always the case, but today it is. It truly, truly is. It's a delightful day here as well, and I think in keeping the mood, we should share some delightful news with the audience that's listening in. Our delightful audience, sure. Our delightful audience. Uh, I don't know about you, but I happen to follow Brie Larson on Instagram. Um, I I used to, but she blocked me. (laughs) Um, She hasn't hasn't figured out I'm stalking her yet, so I'm still there. (laughs) But um, anyway, uh, the delightful Miss Larson has been doing a couple of things. First of all, she's now that uh, Disney and Marvel have got her to stop posting uh, what do you call it? Uh, spoilers from the new movie, The Marvels, because um, she was always talking. Oh, we were backstage shooting this scene, that scene, and like, no, don't, yeah. don't, don't tell people. So they finally got her to stop doing that. So what she's doing instead is showing her workout videos every day of how she becomes Captain Marvel, and she does some incredible workouts. Like y- yesterday, she was doing uh, push-ups with a fifty-pound truck chain wrapped around her waist. What? Yeah. I mean, is this really necessary? Don't they shoot just like, you know, 15 seconds at a time? Something like that, but here you go. You okay. know, she, she, she wants to be cut and ripped and everything. Oh, I'm now, not, as, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't blame anybody for that. Good credit to her. I'm just like, wow, that is commitment to the character. Indeed it is. And as other um, eagle-eyed observers have noted, uh, the delightful Ms. Larson uh, is not a fan of undergarments, <laughs> and she is a fan of yoga pants. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So her Instagram posts can be sometimes revealing. Hmm. I wish I could see them. Yes, uh, they certainly keep me entertained. You know, I'm old, so I just have to get my I get my thrills vicariously these days. Oh yeah, great. We're going to get some emails now. But so moving on. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on from the delightful Miss Brie Larson uh, into something that I don't believe I have to tell people. But here we are, me telling them again. Um, do not pay a thousand dollars or more to go see Spider Man new movie why would i pay a thousand dollars or more to see spider-man uh because the when the tickets went on sale the first day scalpers bought up thousands of them mm-hmm. and now they are on sale and you can see them on ebay and different places and they're selling from one to three thousand dollars a ticket why would i do that why wouldn't i just wait till i could get a regular price ticket I, see i would ask that question you would ask that question apparently some people have to see the opening night in the opening theater and you know, they have to be there or they they won't be happy. Um, I don't know. Don't don't spend this. Kind of, I mean, if you've got that kind of money to spend, give it to the give it to a charity or something. You know, dude, there's um, got to be a guy outside a barbershop or, or a laundromat selling the DVD already. Yeah, probably. Um, My collection is amazing of movies that haven't even been made yet. <laughs> and they have. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home is, is clearly going to do well. Um Everyone's really happy with it. Uh, Sony, unbeknownst to Tom Holland, who is another one of those people who keeps leaking secrets from behind the scenes and, you know, different things going on Mm. with his film. So I guess his agent, Sony, and everybody else didn't actually let him know that he had three more films to do for Sony when this is over. Really? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, we signed you for another three-picture deal. Have a nice day. Well, I assume it's it's a handsome contract. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's... 20 mil per film plus points so he, well, he's see, not now, be that's why you've got to charge a thousand dollars a ticket yeah um but none of that's going to the theater that's just going to the guy who's selling it he paid his 12 bucks up front or whatever it was 
Well, see, now that's exactly why I found out through my inside sources what all of the hot uh, Christmas toys are going to be, and I bought them all. So if you want, you. you know, you want an etch a sketch, you're going on eBay for six hundred bucks, pal. <laughs> it was, you know, we did have a little foreshadowing. We could probably make a killing doing stuff like that. But, yeah. Oh well, here we are. Here we are. Uh, oh, speaking of um, twenty million of film, let's bounce back to Brie Larson again for a moment. Okay. Um, her publicist tired of the, especially you know, on these certain blog sites where like, oh, she didn't smile enough. Marvel's getting rid of her. <laughs> then they they're recasting. Right. Um, recasting. Uh, I think it's her publicist is doing it. Um, but whenever one of those things pops up, she writes underneath it. Bree seven most seven picture deal. Larson isn't going anywhere. <laughs> she didn't smile. She didn't smile enough. So we're releasing her from her contract. Maybe yeah, it, maybe that, in 1946 that would be true. Yeah, I mean her character plays. She plays a character that went through some horrible traumas. That's there's nowhere in there. She's busting into a musical. You know, like. Day down about the swampy river, what? or anything like that. You don't think the the general nature of the character is smiling, laughing, joking around? Yeah, no, no, it's not. Not in the comics. Not in not not in no never no. <laughs> um, she even in the uh, when they brought her in for Avengers Endgame, I was kind of like she's smiling a little more than normally you would get from that character. But well, there you have it. They should just make a movie that's realistic and it's just idiot guys telling her that she'd look prettier if she smiled more. <laughs> I think she, you know for twenty million a film. I think she might make one for that. Yeah, let them all have a free donut or something. Um, moving on, Venom: Let There Be Carnage uh, has been called by three industry magazines a flop and a disaster, and probably the end of Tom Holland's career. Re- what? Uh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! He just got a lot more money. Yeah, he did. Okay, and uh, <laughs> his career is not. The only place his career is going is up. I think he's uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, also, um, as far as flop goes, uh, Let There Be Carnage is now grossed $400 million worldwide. And it hasn't even come to DVD or to cable TV yet to start raping in that money. Well, don't um, they have it, to like triple their budget to make a profit with all the advertising and gimmicks and stuff? Well, see, that's the thing. Right now we're in this weird... Um, you and I have talked about this before. DC figured it out when, you know, pre-pandemic, they, they latched on latched onto a plan that worked. And Sony seems to be doing the same plan, except they're doing a little more theatrical now because enough people have vaccines that, you know, it's safer to do so. For now. But, yeah, for now. Um, but basically, um, the, the basic plan was to make sure that there were multiple sources of income so that they weren't just relying on theaters, so they weren't just relying on one thing or the other. Yeah. And um, DC has been making bank off of uh, the, the movies they do on uh, HBO Max and, you know, the different things like that. Those are, they're all just making stupid, stupid money. And now that they've got stuff going into the theaters, they let it sit in the theater for three weeks and then bang, they hit the, you know, they hit the uh, internet with it and hit, you know, the streaming services with it. Yeah, that's and they correct. start making, you know, they make double, triple, quadruple the money that they would have made because the advertising budget for these things is almost nil. Um, for uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, they did almost no print advertising. They did very little in-theater advertising except, you know, right. standard posters. You they, don't even really do... need the full theatrical trailers anymore, do you? No, they they did two trailers for Venom. Um, one when they had enough principal footage shot to just give people an idea, like, yeah, this is really coming out. And then the second one, let them know that it's this is going to be much more of a grindhouse movie, so it's going to be a little more 
a little more blood spatter than you, you normally get from a children's film. And the third um, one was just uh, Tom Holland thumbing through the screenplay and saying, ooh, that'll be good. I'm like, oh, can't wait to see that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, no, Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Tom Hardy is Venom. I screwed up on this last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and Tom, Tom Hardy, there's a tease at the end of the new Venom about Venom being in a Spider-Man movie or Spider-Man being in a Venom movie or however they're going to work that out. But according to the people I was able to get hold of at Sony that uh, actually would speak to me, that looks like it's going to be a thing. It's like 80% chance of that being coming real. Absolutely. And, and so you know, what, and when, they, uh, when they send Tom Cruise out to do publicity for this, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, they, they don't have to do much publicity because so much of it goes on the Internet now. You know, a tweet can get you a million views, you know, in a, in a half an hour. Why, why spend big money? When you've already got that going on, you've got a million people talking about your stuff inside of 60 minutes and you did nothing. You know, you, you woke up your morning, you had a cup of coffee, typed a, like 120 characters into a box, hit send, and you were good. Hey, I just got a text from my buddy Tom Dreesen. He asked if he was in Spider-Man or not. <laughs> he may no, be. Tom Holland and Tom <laughs> Hardy. Yeah. We got it. Yeah, we got it. Um, but there's a, you know, Tom Hardy's running joke is when do we get to eat Spider-Man? Um and Venom has become, now this is just kind of, this is like unexpected consequences, unintended consequences. Venom has become a hero in the LGBTQ community because everyone thinks that Venom and uh, Eddie Brock are having a romance, even though it's mostly cerebral. Hmm. Um, they, they are, you know, definitely in love with each other and so on. And in fact, they actually, Sony real quickly released a quick little like 30 second trailer with Tom Hardy sitting on a beach. And Venom's head floating next to him, you know, coming out of his shoulder. Okay. And Venom's like going, oh, you love me, Eddie. Eddie loves, Eddie loves his Venom. Really? It goes on and on. Yeah, it's really a strange little thing. Are they just uh, making stuff based on fan fiction now? Uh, some of it, yeah, some of it. Um, but like, you know, like the people I did talk to with Sony, said, like Venom, when they first came out with it, they were taking a big risk because, you know, if Venom went out Spider-Man, it's stupid, but. They're like we're sitting on this catalog of villains, and if we can't play with them, if we can't play with Spider-Man, we got to do something with them. You know, we got to keep some, got to keep new properties coming out. So they released Venom, and it was a huge hit. Uh, you know, critically split, but at this point, it didn't matter. It just made you know made more money than Lichtenstein. And it looks like Venom Two is going to be on the same path to do that. Um, they lightened up Venom Two, from what I'm told, and went for more head-ripping carnage because. One of the complaints on Venom number one, I believe I had the same complaint on this radio show, is they didn't show enough of him biting people's heads off. Right. <laughs> we needed more head ripping. You got off. to give the people what they want. Now, from the little bit I've seen, I found it interesting that Venom two has a slightly different color palette. Are they trying to literally lighten things up? Yes. Um, they they lightened up the color palette. They uh, lightened up some of the uh, background scenery, so it's not so harsh and stark. Except for when you get to the fight scenes with Venom and Carnage. Well, yeah. Um, because then, then there's one guy said, he goes, it's pretty much red, dripping red, and some more red. <laughs> I need a little bit of scarlet in there. <laughs> the crimson but, mist. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I remember that. Star Trek. 
So what else? Uh, is, what else is going on? We got uh, so we got too many Toms. We got Venom having a romance. We got Brie Larson working out. We got six hundred dollar etch a sketches. I'm taking notes of everything we're doing here now that we release this the same day as a podcast. There you go. Uh, and by the way, I've, I've never got to say this publicly. Congratulations on getting all those venues to start airing your podcast every week. I mean, it's, you know, it's not just you anymore. There's like there's the big wake-up call fan club international fan club going on out there you're doing good buddy yes and please please everyone subscribe on your favorite podcast app or all of them and and download them and leave a comment yeah i uh i uh I, my spam mail now lights up thank you for so many but yes you, you can get this uh we're on iheart we're on stitcher apple podcasts uh, google podcasts amazon just about everywhere yeah on and I congratulated you on Facebook for being on iHeart Podcast because that's what it says when you go to the page. Yeah. But I got a nice, I got a nice brief email from uh, someone who works there that it, it's all iHeart Radio. There is no iHeart anything else. It's all iHeart Radio. So Great. I stood corrected. I stood corrected. You're on iHeart Radio. They won't hire me to different. be on an actual iHeart Radio station, but I'm on a podcast through iHeart Radio. So there, people, I found the loophole. There you go. You're in. You're in like Flint. Oh, God, I'm old enough to remember that movie. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Speaking of Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse and everything that's going on, another character that is coming to life is uh, Dr. Morbius, played by Jared Leto. Really? Okay. Yeah. And that's coming out uh, January 28th. Uh, All the principal photography on this has been shot. Um, They're they're doing some interesting stuff in post, but I've been told they basically got it all right the first time. They didn't have to do very much in reshoots just to get a couple couple little things here and there. so everyone's really pleased with it. And they're saying that this movie is going to be like, you probably don't want to go. You don't want to go there if you're already nervous. Okay. Um, like if you have nerve issues or you st- you startle quickly, you know? Um, oh man, that's, be that's me. Like yeah, I will, I will be concentrating, you know, on the computer and my wife will just come up behind me and I will freak out. I think some, yeah. you get you get very intensely in a situation, and then it's it's terrifying. Even though it's just my wife asking what I want for dinner. Well, same here, same here. especially if I'm writing. Uh-huh. I, you know, don't do that. You writing, startled me. You know, you know. Kim, when one night Kim's like, "Did you hear the gunshots outside?" I'm like, "We have an outside." <laughs> <laughs> I was typing. You know, I heard nothing. Anyway, um, so Morbus is coming out, and uh, for those of you who don't know the character, he's a. He's a brilliant genius doctor who's trying to come up with a cure for a horrible disease that's eating his body, literally. And uh, he comes up with a way of uh, using bat serum and bat blood to uh, cure himself. But unfortunately, the cure makes him a vampire. Um, and uh, he now has to tries to use his powers for good, but he also needs to feed. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, and when's the last time someone ingesting a bat led to anything terrible? Uh, let's see, Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the list goes anyway. On. Yeah, it does go on. Anyway, so um, they're playing this. They're doing this character. It's a Doctor Morbius. If you get a chance, go online. There's a couple of cool trailers for it. Kind of familiar yourself, familiarize yourself with this character if you don't know it. Because once you see one trailer, you're going to go, okay, I want to see this movie. They're doing a really good job of keeping keeping details to a minimum, but letting people know the kind of movie it's going to be, the kind of vibe it's going to have and everything else that's going on about it. Well, I've got the DVD so. right here, so if you want to see it, just <laughs> drop by. Yeah, come on by. I mean, it hasn't quite got all the effects in yet, but we're there. Yeah. Um, 
And on this last special effect note, um, Zack Snyder has done all but officially confirmed that uh, Justice League 2 is going to be getting made and the Snyderverse will be happening. Um, one of the things is now they're saying the David Ayer's original vision for Suicide Squad, which was a much darker, much weirder movie, is going to get made, which means Jared Leto is going to come back as the Joker in the future editions of the It's like, dude, movie he can't the- play everybody. That's not fair. Well, Benedict Cumberbatch plays the rest. Okay, that's good. Yeah, you know, so we've got too many, too many Cumberbatches. <laughs> oh, good lord! You know. Well, that's a good stopping point on such a ridiculous mm-hmm. statement. But uh, okay, so let's send everybody where they need to be. It's worldnewscenter.org. We've got mm-hmm. uh, BillMcSciFi.com, at BillMcSciFi, at Big Wake Up Call. Look for the all-new Big Wake Up Call podcast with Ryan Gatenby, and please subscribe. Uh, Bill, thank you as always, and uh, we'll chat next time. Yay. Yeah.